It's stupid. It sucks. Whatever. Uh, and then we'll go over uh, Rockstar's last. Yeah. yeah. You can skip uh, introducing me. They know me. Give them all the time. Hey, can you sing The Hills Are Alive? <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet. That would be awesome. That could be the intro song. Ted, Ted, if you're wearing that hat, you need to have like a Houston like rocket ship in the background instead of like mountains. All right, let me let me see what I can find. Yeah, you need a, you need a giant rocket ship. He's got a giant rocket ship. You want to see it? I remember when my uncle and my grandpa worked for JPL. We used to go over to the the campus over there all the time, dude. That hat reminds me of it. You think you'd have a Boeing hat being in Seattle, though? Or maybe right. no one wants a Boeing hat at the moment. They're having issues. No, yeah, they'll, they'll get over it. They've had issues before. Yeah, <laughs> right now's the time to buy. Not planes. I'm talking. I want, about I want a Bezos got a great smile hat. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kelsey just sends me a message with three capital P's and a lowercase p. And I said, huh? And she said, never mind. I was like, all right. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> that's weird. I yeah. can speculate, but that's, this is a family show. so Yeah. <laughs> this is a family show. Should I leave? <laughs> I was like, Brad, you should probably just log out. I'll just <laughs> Someone mute me. And that's still not like with the camera. That's not guaranteeing. We can still read your lips. Yeah, yeah. Smart audience, they'll read your lips. <laughs> well, if I stand up to get something to drink, you'll see my bare ass, so I better. Nice. Yeah, we're just glad you wore pants today. Sure, it's debatable. I'm dressed like Christmas because I, I went to the gym earlier, so I didn't want to wear that dirty shirt. So now I got. Now you're all set. Well, you got Jordan's white hat book club. Brad's not wearing pants. It then... looks like I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Rain a fox hat from 1985. This is brand new, bitch. (laughs) Get the Uh headset off a Navy carrier. (laughs) 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 And Ted's looking for rocket ships. Hey, Mike, did we ever get the planted tree site like back up? Like, did you find that redirect? For some reason, Kelsey was looking for it. All right, she's seeing the other one. It doesn't really matter. It's still down. Do you guys have an IO now? No. Oh, maybe that's what Roman's doing. It it redirects over to uh, the .NET. Yeah. The .NET's .NET's not even up. No, I know. That's been... Oh, that's down too? We're we're redirecting it to somebody that is parking a domain. (laughs) They probably got their other account locked up. That's how business goes over at NFG SEO. Yes. (laughs) All right, folks, welcome to episode 129 of SEO this week. As you can see, we got a full house. We have Ted. He's over in the space. Hey, Ted. We have Mike, Jordan, and Brad from NFG SEO Rockstars. We'll just say NFG Rockstars for today since that's why they're here. Um, But really, three really smart dudes. I've learned a lot from them, so hopefully they can interject in the conversation. Call me dumb or just, you know, reinforce how smart i think i am so that'd be cool so how you doing guys doing great thanks for having us and thanks for having us exactly it's my pleasure it's my pleasure uh jordan nice bookcase you got back there we were talking joking earlier with a white hat bookcase it's my white hat bookcase there's nothing there because it's white hat you still do it that's a a black hat bookcase too because no one wants to say anything right that's that's right yeah, don't <laughs> put it down on paper. Like that, this case is good too. So, how's the move you like out there in Pacific Northwest? I love it. Uh, the first month I moved here, it rained every single day. So that's there's that. And but other than that, it's been beautiful since I've been here. So it's been great. Yeah, nice. I moved to Arizona, as you guys may or may not know, and it hasn't rained yet. So that's cool. <laughs> I think not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and just start with the stories, and then you guys can interject as needed or as wanted. Let's see. Just going to share the whole desktop. Learned that last time. All right, you guys all see my screen, hopefully? Yeah. Okay, cool. So this week we got... 
a couple stories, a cool handbook, a new schema coming out from Google, and some SEO adventures that um, I don't know if you guys are into that and just kind of playing around and testing your skills or whatever. You know, it's kind of hard knowing everything, as it were, but um, some cool tests too that I'll show you that I think are, are pretty neat. Just kind of click through and see how good you are. So the first one is the HTML handbook. Uh, I've been using Quora a lot. You guys all know that. I've been using it since it launched. And when it started, a lot of the, I knew HTML or I knew some of it. I was enough to be dangerous. Like I can delete a site like anybody. Um, but getting in some of the code and meta tags, et cetera, uh, that was really helpful to learn all that stuff and learn HTML. There's a new handbook called the HTML Handbook by Free Camp Code Camp. This is actually pretty good. I would check it out just to kind of get yourself updated. What's that? I, I don't think people are seeing your browser again. Oh, I hate you. Yeah, I see a, a Zoom video. I've always um, recommended people learn HTML. I think it makes it a lot easier to do SEO when you understand HTML. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay. See the car. See the car. And your desktop icons. Yeah, that's my car right there. I'm gonna have one of those by the end of the year. It's my goal. Camaro. Yeah. Yeah, we used to sell tail lights for them back at my day job. That's the money with them. Yeah. The one I like love that car. That new vet that came out looks sick too. Did you see that? I saw I saw it, but I got into the, this year's model and I'm a big fat dude and I'm tall as fuck. And it's a pain in the ass getting in and out. I can't do little I have to it's trucks for yeah. me. <laughs> it's hard for me, hard enough for me to get in and out of my my car. So I've yeah. ridden in Brad's R8 and I can't do that. Yeah, no. I, I got to be able to at least get in and out of the Corvette or Camaros. I can do that. So. He won't let me drive it for some reason. Oh, sweet. You don't know how to drive stick shift. He, does, he doesn't want you to remove the seat <laughs> to get in. <laughs> okay, hopefully you can see the screen now. Yes. Yep. Okay, here, perfect. Uh, so anyway, it goes over some HTML basics. I would look at the tag specifically and the links. You're probably going to use those two things more the most often. And then I would also look at iframes. If you know about iframe stacking and, and leveraging iframes for links, et cetera, uh, that'll be a really good thing to look at. Um, get beyond, you know, embedding your YouTubes and your, your, um, your GMBs. You actually embed websites and et cetera and use those for link building. So I would check that section out as well. You were saying, uh, Mike, I believe it was you about the value of learning HTML. Yeah, absolutely. I've always ended everything or started everything whenever I've worked with people that are trying to learn that learning HTML, take it out of, you know, either find a guide like this, go take a class or go to W3 schools and, and learn what you can because it makes it so much easier. I started ages ago and, and knowing HTML made that start so much easier. Are you talking, I should know HTML and build a whole website or I should know how to get in there? Well, I mean, I think getting in there and being able to do enough and understand what you're being told uh, you need to change on your website probably is enough for people. I personally, I can, I, I, I've always wanted to know how to write websites. So that's where I was. I've told people to go there. And uh, I think knowing as much as possible, the more you know, the easier it, it, it can be. Yeah, that's how I started. When I started out, building out maps back in the day we learned html and then we eventually i found a couple of VAs that learn html but at least understanding the basics um it's super super important hey brad yeah. you said that's where you started to did you find yeah. it easier to transition from web development oh yeah way easier yeah because you could shit out sites at that point you know if you know know your way around a website how many legion sites do i need up all right i'm gonna throw up 20 today you know um, the more uh, efficient you get at something, the easier it's going to be. So, One of my most profitable affiliate sites uh, ever, I, I wrote by hand in like 15 minutes, <laughs> you know, so being able to write quick little sites and understanding conversion can, can be profitable. So if you know it, um, and, and if you're interested, you know, it comes down to if you, if you know enough to get by, that's great. But if you're interested in it, then I would say learn a little bit more than learn a little bit more until you know, you know how, what you need and, and you're done for the level you wanted at. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know HTML, it's probably a bit intimidating because it's this technical thing you don't know, but it can be as easy as just opening up Notepad. Exactly. The content you want to present and putting it in different tags, 
you save it as a .html file instead of a .txt file. And then you just double click it, it opens in your browser and you can see what you did. So it's really that simple and it's basic. I remember breaking tables when I first started, uh, having a huge problem with writing tables. For some reason, I couldn't line up my cells in my rows. <laughs> this was 18 years ago, though, so. <laughs> then they came out with Dreamweaver. Right? Yeah. And then I started using Dreamweaver. <laughs> I'm not Dreamweaver. I still use it. <laughs> Me too. Oh, yeah. Almost every day. Yeah. Love it. That's how I build uh, S3 sites when I'm building links. Right? Yep. Yep. That and uh, HTML pages load a lot faster, so all my landers are going to be HTML typically. Yeah, I was going to ask that question. And when, how do you decide you want to hard code a site or use something like WordPress? It depends on how many pages I'm going to have to do. If it's like one or two, maybe tops five, I'll do like a quick HTML lander. Um, if it's going to be that or more, I'll probably go WordPress. Just for the ease of use, or is it WordPress better? Ease of use, yeah, you could. I mean, you can clone over a site a lot easier if it's HTML because you just set up a, a different folder, copy and paste it over, change what you need to upload it to the server and you're done. Right. Depending on skill level, the, the plugin support at WordPress allows you to get a lot more yeah. done than if, if you don't know what you're doing with JavaScript or whatnot. Um, writing that stuff by hand if you're not a coder or I don't, I don't write Java. PHP, you know, I, I sit there and I go a coder, but PHP was written by someone who hates coding. So it's yeah. kind of confusing, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, depending on levels, you're going to get much more uh, functionality out of a site where you can just plug in a, throw a plugin in and, and have it done rather than trying to, you know, sit down and yeah, we can all change oil, but you know, someone who does it every day does it faster than me. Right. So, um, it just depends on speed. And for me, I, I would say the same thing. If I, if I want a quick loading page that just is for conversion, I'm probably going to be going to HTML. Um, I know a lot of people do use uh, WordPress for their landers because of the, the ease of use. But um, for, for, uh, for me, HTML uh, seems to just do a better job, especially because of, of the speed of the page. If you're going to collect credit card numbers and customer information, That's true. you do yeah. not want to use WordPress. You will get yeah. 20,000 hacking attempts a day and you need yes, to you protect will. customers better than that. And, and we've been, we've been victim of a lot of that lately and have had to do a, you know, had partners have to do a lot of server work to stop some of this stuff. And um, even, and if you're collecting that kind of sensitive data, I'd say, to be safe, use a third party that dumps the data, like the sensitive financial data, they dump it right after the session, you know, and then hold on to the stuff that's not as um, scary to hold on to and doesn't have the legal ramifications. Yeah, like Capital One, they just got hacked too, so that wasn't exactly. You yeah, don't want to be if you've if you've applied for a Capital One credit card in the last what fifty years, you know, you're two thousand five, I think they said. That. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought it went back further. That's insane. But yeah, you don't want to be the company that is the company that got hacked and, and lost all of that financial data and not have the kind of clout that Capital One has or else you, um, you're probably done. <laughs> <laughs> but even just knowing HTML too, I mean, with WordPress, they have an HTML editor. So exactly. It, sometimes it makes things a hell of a lot easier than, than using their visual editor. It just if you know at least a little bit of something, it gets the job done a lot quicker. You definitely tweak stuff. If you can do yeah. inline styles, you know, you're good. You, know, yeah. you can make the page look how, however you want it to. Yeah. Uh, next one is Hotel Schema. I don't know if you guys are into this. I did a little bit with the travel site. We did a Skyscanner um, for a bit. And this is interesting to me is they're getting ready to launch a Hotel Schema over at the Google side properties activities pools wellness etc i think this is probably going to feed into their um, their booking system that they have already in the search results so if you're so. dealing with hotel clients you need to know this stuff yeah i feel like this is for google more than anything yeah, well, yeah i think it's going to feed that feature i feel like yeah. everything google does is for google more than anything yeah. it should be you know it's I a mean, business right yeah exactly they have a uh um, a dedication to their shareholders, right? That's it. Yeah, I, you know, I think if you're not using this, you're going to miss out on some opportunities that they're going to trigger in. You know, like I said, the the booking, uh, reservations, and all that madness uh, that they're putting right in the search results. And uh, my guess is this is going to feed a lot of that. And if you're not using it, you're you're missing out. So I would check this out, learn it now. It's not active yet, so uh, but at least knowing it and playing with it will be happy 
helpful. All right, there's a couple of these challenges. I don't know if you've ever seen these. These are SEO challenges. I think there's a, there's a version two of this one now. It's a technical expert, technical SEO expert.com. Uh, and basically what you do is try to solve the, the riddles on each page to get to the next page, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you're in the big, big SEO um, from Reddit, they have a, a Slack group as well. Uh, there's people in there still trying to this day to beat these things. And some claim that they did it, but obviously there's no. It's like that Black Mirror episode, isn't it? Say again? The Black Mirror episode. Everyone watched Black Mirror in here where they had to solve yeah, those yeah, puzzles and stuff. Yeah, it's on the new season. But yeah, that's what it rhymes. Everyone's trying to solve the same crap. Yeah. This is actually pretty interesting. I think I got like two, two or three and then I got bored. Uh, but it's, this was a really good one. Uh, and this one here is another one. Pirates, you start the journey and trying to figure out and follow the cruel, the, the tips to get through. Uh, so this one is SEO Pirates at ralgar.one. This is made by Indian dude. I actually talked to him. He's pretty smart. This one is actually uh, um, helps you build your, your knowledge as well. If you don't get stuck, though, don't think you're a shitty SEO. <laughs> so like in the SEO escape room? I, I know I'm a shitty SEO, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> so, so explain this a little to me. So the idea here is by using SEO best practices, like I, I look at the links on the page, I follow them, I found the next step, I look at the backlinks to that page, and I find a referring page, that's the next step. Is it that kind of thing? Where well, is it? It's an SEO escape room, right? Yeah. 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 The other one, the one I just closed is actually uh, that first page, that start page, and then you, you have to know based off of that clue that they give you that your, the actual starting point is in the robots txt and then the robots txt will tell you where else to go through hints and then you have to figure that out inside of that code and follow that and we'll take you that's kind of cool yeah i think so ted already a, built i think ted already built core into this so he figured it out <laughs> a fun way to learn yeah i think so it is you know like you got cora and this is just another thing to do just to to click it out if you're bored and have nothing else to do like you're waiting and cashing in all your millions and stuff and you're just happy with life you're waiting on those transfers to hit you just play this yeah just play this for a while i guess the uh the ultimate test is can you black hat the game to mess it up i bet you could <laughs> i know you're about making one go, black go, go do it ted <laughs> Take a black hat test. <laughs> How many cloak key, uh, URLs can you find on this website? <laughs> uh, let's see. This one's over at uh, Moz spying on Google using the log files. I know a lot of people talk about these log files, and not very many people um, actually leverage them. Ted, can you explain in the technical way what the hell a log file is? Yeah, your your web server where your website is hosted is taking all the protocol requests against the web server and dumping them into a text file based on date. And if you have a lot of traffic, it's going to create a lot of really big files because all that protocol adds up to a lot of text. If your website is like most websites, they're probably pretty small and you can look at a day or a month without much hassle. And in these files, it tells you the referring IP, the time of the request, was it an error, uh, what URL they were trying to access, what the user agent of the request was. You get that kind of information. Um, and there's lots of cool things you can do with that kind of information. Like you can look at uh, all of the uh, unique visitors and traffic going to a specific page on your website, you can then look up that same page in Google Analytics and you can find out how lossy Google Analytics is. Oh wow, Google Analytics is losing 25% of my data. That's a good thing to know. <laughs> um, other cool things, if you filter those log files by the uh, the user agent, like Googlebot, for example, you can find out which of your pages have been visited by Googlebot recently and which ones haven't. And you can find spider traps too through the same filtering. And yep, 
And if you look through your logs and you see tons of 400 errors and they're all for URLs that don't make sense to the content you have, then you probably know that somebody is pointing a domain at you. And those domains were the history or those URLs that make no sense are the history of that domain that got pointed at your site. And oftentimes uh, if there's a referring URL, you can find out where traffic's from. They're really cool resources that people don't use enough. Uh, there's, uh, I don't know, there's some, I think probably guys that, that uh, do Screaming Frog probably have one of the cheaper log analysis tools that I've seen out there. Um, I don't know if you have anything that you recommend, Ted or Clint or Brad, Jordan, but they do offer a tool that will analyze for you that is pretty easy to use, just like Screaming Frog, without going into some of the, the deeper analysis stuff and, on, and the SaaS stuff. It gets more expensive. Yeah, yeah I, I use a, I did try on crawl. Yeah, kind of the same thing, but not really. And but I do primarily use that screaming frog frog edition, just because I'm a big dumb animal and it's easy. So yeah, I'm I'm a command line nerd, so I more yeah. the log file name pipe to grep what I'm looking for. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like screaming frog. I like to ease. Mike, I like to just ask Mike. Mike. <laughs> Mike, you mentioned the term. I don't know a lot of people know. You said spider trap. Uh, I, I don't know if it's an industry term or what I've just always called it. Anything that is causing an issue with the crawl or with the crawl budget is what I call a spider trap. You know, before we had, you know, rel next, rel, rel pre, all the kind of directed, like semi-directives, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, you get into situations where with sessions in the URL um, where they keep it the same page. You know, if you have a large site with huge car budget, they'd hit that page, you know, 200,000 times and just wouldn't get anywhere else. So you can kind of figure out, ah, there might be a problem in my navigation on this page because Google just is stuck here when they crawl my site. Right. Type of thing. Yeah. And you might find, like, if you look at, you know, uh, through the logs and say, hey, I found out this one page is getting visited by Google once a quarter, this other page is once a week. But this one fluke page over here gets visited by Googlebot every day. Exactly. That's that's an amazing thing to know because you can uh, put a link on that page and get it indexed within a day. You basically have your own indexing surface when you mm -hmm. find those. Yeah. So it's important to look at that information. Can you see user flow, kind of figure out the user flow based off of the information in the log files? That's... Like I go, I go to homepage and then I go to service page. And then for some reason, the bot gets stuck on the city location page when I really want them to go to the sign up page or whatever. That's more tricky. So what you'll find in modern web applications is that they'll have a web server log and they'll have an application log. And the application log will typically track the session ID, which is your unique visitors. Uh, most people don't view it as a best practice to put session IDs in the URLs anymore. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't appear in the, uh, in the web server logs, but your application log will probably have that data. Makes sense. Cool. All right, I think we beat that one in a dead horse. <laughs> anyway, check out that uh, server logs. If you have access to it, use Screaming Frog is probably the best way uh, for, you know, so if you're like me, and you don't want to get into the weeds like Ted does, then the screaming frog is perfectly fine. Uh, 12 reasons your SEO traffic is plateauing and how to fix it. I think this is a good one because a lot of us kind of run into the situation where we rank a site, we're happy, it gets the traffic, and then it just kind of stays that way. Uh, we're still doing stuff. We're still trying to you know, add more keywords to the rankings, et cetera, and it just freaking won't move. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, 12 ideas of why uh, that may or may not be happening. Jordan, you are, you used to just not do clients, right? You were running your own little business. You did it. You were killing it with GMB. Google hated you, put out some internal emails that said Jordan Pierce is the devil. And now you're doing some client stuff too. Um, have you run into any of this with, with plateauing traffic and, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is, is even um, sometimes you just, even if just a ranking factor too, I mean, sometimes you just get stuff that just won't push up. You just can't figure it out. Um, and you just kind of have to go back to the drawing board. Um, 
But I mean, I've even on my personal side, like last, probably when like Medic came out is when I really saw that. And then it, some, some of it kind of just stayed the same for probably like two or three months. I just couldn't figure it out. Brad, how about you? You're doing PPL, a lot of PPL stuff, right? Yeah, I just pump pump stuff out. So I, I th light a batch, walk away, and then let it bring leads in. Yes. I'll check it every once in a while. But um, I mean, I, I look at clients, but they typically always go up because we like to do continued publishing with clients, especially the national ones. So their yeah. traffic's always going to go up unless something really bad happens. Um, for local, you can only squeeze so much out of a, a location. Um, so it's either at that point, keep paying me to maintain or expand into a different Expanded. city, not charge yeah. you more. Yeah. So, and, and then that goes back to continued publishing. So do you charge for that continued publishing? Yeah. Yeah. It's a monthly retainer. Um, I mean, we have a set amount of publishing we do each month. So you have deliverables tied to that. Yeah. Um, if they want to increase that or see more of a hockey stick, then it's going to cost them more money. And they know that up front. You, know, you do long-term or short-term content? Um, uh, mixed. Yeah. It's we do mixed. basically like, we do like long, long form. And then we do, uh, we do a lot of clustering. So like mini, mini virtual silos, essentially. Uh -huh. Since Rank Brain came out, you know, we, you know, can't just go out there and start freaking blogging and not paying attention. I mean, even more so now you really need to pay attention to theme, in my opinion. What? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, basically we we do like long form and then uh support it with sh shorter form but that also is all tied with external i think um, i should have probably rephrase that with more of evergreen or versus ah uh, yeah um you know what a lot of it's evergreen depending it really depends on uh if it's e-commerce a lot of it's evergreen stuff a lot of it is evergreen um and when you really get down into keyword research, I'm sure that you guys know that you can keep finding things that are related to the, the products or product at hand and expanding out your clusters like that. Especially with e-com, if it's like a, say it's a beauty product. Um, so you do uh, however many articles you want to do on the, the core beauty product and stuff. And then you hit all the uses, you hit all the ingredients, all that stuff. And it, it really spiders out from there. Yeah, and e-com is, is a good example because you'll often get a point where you're tuning a keyword for a product and the traffic, the organic search volume for that keyword is finite. So exactly. it comes to a point where you can't invest more dollars to get more organic out of it. And it comes into that when you, if you want to continue to publish like that, you're going to have to really work on your conversion rate optimization because that's one thing about that type of, uh, of a campaign is your your conversion has to be top notch or else the content you're putting out, it's Just not going to get into the funnel. Yeah. It's going to be a waste. So, you yeah. know, we're not talking about going out there and having some writer just sit there and write about whatever the hell they think about on day A and then day B or whatever. It's, it's all well thought out. Also, you know, you're looking for pages that um, you're sure that the keyword's not already attempting to rank on another page, you know? So it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not just, it's not as simple as just, put up content and link to it. You do have to plan this out. It, it, and of course you have to coincide with the, uh, the client as well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, pretty, it's, it's pretty hard for local though. Cause sometimes you get into a situation that like something with like, they're in a small city. I mean, even Las Vegas, there's only so much you can do. There's only two or three cities in the whole Metro, you know, even like Tucson or, you know, some other smaller city. I mean, what else can you write about? Well, yeah, and nope. if, you, if you try to go the news route, I mean, for a publishing site, that might work. But if you're trying yep. to sell something, I mean, you're going to start getting enough traffic that's not interested that's going to start to, you know, be yeah. negative to your, your campaign. For and local, you've just got to expand into different cities, in my opinion. The cities are how I feel about it. Yeah. Primary, primary keywords, focus on those, and then... Yep, maybe <laughs> you're not gonna pay to promote a faucet repair Tallahassee article. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send, out a, send out a press release. Uh, this just in um, Joe's Plumbing is providing faucet repair in Tallahassee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just now started doing toilets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's we, a shitty job, but someone's got to do about it. it. <laughs> think about it in our business plan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one in here that they talk about is uh, penalties. And I had this discussion with my staff today is where uh, a client thinks he's in a penalty, but really is in 
what I call just the algorithm to motion, um, which is really the nice way of saying your site sucks and the algorithm hates you. So um, how do you guys approach that? Do you, I call it a stack ranking. <laughs> you call it what? A stack ranking. <laughs> but you add up all their factors and you just rank them. And you, you, Google doesn't rank your website, your competitors do. You're just falling in where your measurements slide. Yeah, absolutely. You, fit, you get in where you fit in is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but that's also why it's nice to have tools like Pop and Quora because then all of a sudden your biggest top competition made in the one little change that added some more content or something, whatever it is, it's nice to be able to see that variable, what you can do to change it. And maybe it's just a, a small couple of tweaks that you can do uh, to help you increase that. This, uh, this article does have, uh, I, I do like the, the number one, the input, um, because in, in, in industries such as, you know, pharma, things like that, um, if when you, as you move faster when you start out and um, if you don't continue to increase your, your input, you do start to plateau. So that is something I agree with strongly there, especially in more competitive markets. And um, I, think, I think Ted said this at one point, I, I might have even recently, that there comes a time, like I had a site where it was large enough, the link profile was large enough where I didn't, I didn't have to build the links anymore, you know? Um, I just had to worry about making sure that there was some publish and the on page was spot on and uh, it would increase traffic right there. But that was a publisher type site. So not everything fit, not, not one shoe fits all, you know, it's not, it's not, it's like Cinderella. So, but. Yeah, I think what you're referring to is Ted was talking about, you know, it, it's, there's a point where a, a website will have like, just in this example, 12 million links and, if you build 10 links to a page and it really, you know, Google's like, whatever, um, yeah. you need to build like 50,000 to actually move the needle. So there's the got it. You got to have that growth to make that work and to make that pay out. So, and at some point that growth is going to cost so much that it's just, no. well, even it's going to be impossible to do. I mean, if it gets high enough. Which would explain why a lot of so-called white hat SEOs are doing that enterprise SEO say don't do link building because right. they're, working on sites that don't need link building or, <laughs> you know, where that link building wouldn't matter. Those sites, when you get them as clients, you, there's, you go with, go internal, <laughs> go, <laughs> go internal and make your money without spending your money. <laughs> Love those. Perfect. All right. And the last one we got is nine practical ways to use Google spreadsheets for SEO tasks. I'm not going to really go deep into this. Uh, I like tools that you guys all know. So, check this out just kind of plugs you away you can you know redirect implementation search console looking at all that stuff in a much better way um, your integral organic search methods and there's a bunch more in here uh, really handy i think there's a couple of templates in here and then i know there's an add-on that they can you can add just kind of make this whole a, a lot easier there's another one that's like i think it's super metrics correct me if i'm wrong but that kind of does the same thing hook up to your search console and your analytics and pull some of that data in as well um, this is more of the the nerdy way to do it and kind of customize it your own way and play with formulas and such so uh, again not really going to go deep into it it's just some great tools uh, I think the still.net has a good list of it too, if they uh, still have it up. Uh, yeah, they did. And there was one, I don't know, if, Jordan, if you remember it, but it was like a Google sheet that had a whole link, all those templates. And Yeah, I, they had yeah. an audit too that was yeah. decent. Webris has a bunch of stuff like that, right? I think so, but I think that's all paid. Yeah. Yeah. I like free. Yeah, free <laughs> over paid. <laughs> Sometimes I like I prefer to pay for stuff, but you know, well, it, yeah, you buy yeah. once, cry once for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, Ryan's stuff is really good. I like it. I mean, it's just easy. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, you figured it all out, so knock it out. I'm gonna buy it. Yep. No, that's true. All right, so let's talk about this thing. Yes, yeah. What is this? What's this? Who's that? <laughs> You guys partnered with Dory this year. What uh, what brought that on? Um, well, uh, Dory approached me. She was asking me, "Hey, you know, we heard great things about NFG last year. You know, when are you planning on having yours?" And there was kind of a, a conflict because she, I guess, she usually has them in her event in October, but last year hers was in November. Um, and so, I wasn't planning on having an event. And yeah, I, I wasn't even. We were 
kind of thinking about just not even having an event this year at all. And uh, she approached me and we kind of just started talking. I said, well, how about we just join forces? And we've got a great group of people. Um, some of our speakers, you know, cross connect. And we had, you know, Ted and Kyle at our event last year. They also spoke at Dory's event. So uh, we just decided to say, hey, let's just get a great group of people together, a great group of speakers, and let's just join forces. So uh, it took a lot of planning of really being able to pinpoint who we want to bring along because, you know, every year it's it, the biggest thing for us is how do we make the next year better? And I think we really found a great solution to, to do that. I do too. And, and it's like, you know, one of the things for me was that I had asked you to hopefully come to NFG and then she told me she had asked you to go and I'm like, well, you know, just at, at like, yeah, like first. <laughs> we, it was us first. It was yeah. us first. But um, uh, it just, it just kind of came together that way since it's around the same time of the year, uh, it literally would be the same month. And actually it's funny cause I had a ticket to her first event. I think it was, I don't know if it was eight or 10 years ago now. Um, but, uh, I didn't end up making it to the event cause I got busy with, with work, but, uh, it, it's just kind of funny how the industry kind of wraps around like this. I've known her for quite some time and then I hadn't talked to her for at least a decade and then Jordan mentioned it and it, it and, and the other thing that made it work was that the, uh, NFG SEO and SEO Rockstars fits NFG Rockstars perfectly. So I think it was, uh. That for me, <laughs> the brand fit. <laughs> a match made in heaven. So it's uh, October 1st and 2nd, and you guys are also holding a third day, right? For we are. are. That yeah. third day is going to be badass. It's kind of a bring your project and let the the SEO experts like, you know, Mike, Ted, Jordan, anyone, you, anyone else that's going to be there, um, you know, look over their, their projects personally, um, or if they want to start a new project, that'd be the perfect time to do it. Yeah, I just I wanted to do something different this year. I mean, sometimes yeah. you come to these events and you know you, you know speakers are up there, they're showing slides, they're showing you things, but there's there's never really ever any like hands-on training. You don't yeah. ever get to actually see the work that that we're doing. So uh, I, I, this third day is going to be completely classroom training, like you're yeah. you know in a university, and and you, you bring your sites, bring what you're working on, and we walk you through step by step. What's um amazing about these two shows historically is they are largely tactical they're methods and you you go there and you get this content where people show you in a very real sense that if your website behaves like this and you do these things to it then google will react like that yeah. and it was at NFG the first time I saw these new methodologies where people use GMB to get onto page one of Google for a keyword within an hour. Like I saw it there first. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it then, never gets old. Yeah. 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 And, and Rockstars is kind of the same way. It has uh, this uh, methodology, this tactical information on what exactly to do. Here's the procedures. And so it's, it's very unique in that regard. You go to other SEO conferences and they're very strategic. You know, we think voice search is the future. This is a very different set of information than those other SEO conferences. And I used to consider them the best because I'm like a highly technical nerd because I, I, I really like getting that tactical information on how these methods work. And so I always considered Rockstars and NFG to have the best content in the industry. And seeing them combine, I mean, that's the SEO event of the year right there. I'm, I'm really excited for the third day to watch people bring their projects in and have everybody helping. Okay, well, yeah, you should do it this way, even if it's, you know, at the start of it or the middle of it at, or the, in funding round one, because every year we've seen people build their business to a, a huge high level. And I, I, I won't do it if I don't see it. Like if I didn't see it again this year, I would never do an event again. So I'm, I'm looking forward to who's actually going to take everything, implement it and, and just kick ass and start making more money than I do or, or, or whatever, you know, I love watching that success to me. That is, is, is ultimate. And that's why it has to be systemized like that, Ted, I think, because, if you just throw information at people like this is something, this is something, what you do is you give them like 10 business ideas with no way to go and implement it. Well, let's focus they, on what's already they leave, there. They leave looking like a zombie and I've been at those events. Yeah, I've seen that. Like, uh, you know. Yep. 
too much info instead of, well, shit, I, I, I can, I know I can use SEO to do this, you know, and uh, not to mention meeting other SEOs and getting to actually talk SEO with people is, uh, is actually a really huge thing. Cause yeah, we can talk online, but it's very rare when you find the random person out there in the, in just the wild that can actually sit down and talk SEO with you, you know? Well, well, that's how you and Brad met too. You guys met at an event and now yeah. you guys work together on things. We immediately yeah. hugged. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right away. He's a lot taller than me. So it was I picked him up and spun yeah. around. Yeah. It was like, um, it was like, what's that, uh, show or movie Ted likes the sound of music. He picked yeah. me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the other, uh, important, uh, factor to know is that because it's about evidence-based methodologies and tactical approaches, it's time sensitive. Last year's content won't help yeah. you and so you need to know what's changed and this is really where i find out from the rest of the community uh, what's changed like i have my own testing and i'm very focused on you know what i do and what i know but when i go to a conference like these i find out what other people do and what other people know exactly a meeting of the minds and that's how I'll find out, oh, well, that's why this is working, because I haven't had time to test this portion of it, but Ted tested this portion. Now it makes more sense that it's working like this, and now I know why the money's coming in from this project. So um, those, those are invaluable moments when, uh, when you get those types of conversations going on and, and, and realize it. So, But um, everybody that is presenting, um, I, I respect completely, and uh, that's one thing that I like about this is we're getting a, a bigger spread of people. We have more days, um, which means we can get the core information out. And then on the third day, actually get you using that information directly on your project that day. We've had people, you know, rank overnight at an event before, and then also rank on the way home at events before. And I'm what I'm like, I want to see people do it. Let's beat it this year and rank in the workshop. <laughs> I want to see somebody do it. <laughs> and and if you're at the show, you know, let's uh, set aside some time out, outside of the presentations and just have a beer and talk shop. I love doing that. It's my just favorite part of the event. Don't play pool with Ted. He kicked my mind and Kyle. Oh, butt. my gosh. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever won a game. I have lost so many more licenses. To play. They are so horrible at pool that Ted <laughs> <laughs> Yep. But, Are you guys uh, limiting the number of people that are coming? Or um, yeah, there I, is a cap, especially for the VIP day. Yeah, yeah especially what, the third day. It's pretty. It's getting. It's filling up pretty quick. So, yeah. Honestly, I like the smaller conferences. Like me being an introvert, I don't want to go to a group of a thousand people. One, I'm not. Oh, I, no, <laughs> I can't speak in front of a thousand people. No way. <laughs> There's no way. Plus, once once you get up over a certain point, um, then you've got to turn it to a pitch fest, and that's exactly. It just is not about. It doesn't make sense. It's it's about a, a, a group of people getting to know each other. Hopefully people joint venture on something or they find a partner for the projects going forward and just come out of it and kick ass. You think that speakers are more inclined to give a smaller group of people real working stuff versus the, the broad stroke? I think if you get over, if you get over, you know, like I, I, I've seen um, a, a conference of like 150 give solid super information. I think if you got over 200 that you, you're probably getting more of a pitch fest than anything else. Yeah, I really do. Plus, and everyone that comes to our events, I mean, we're all, we're all very approachable. I mean, even after, you know. I always look over, pissed off, but yeah. Except, except, except That's Brad. Brad. So if you're looking at Brad and you want to talk to him and he's angry looking, just but don't. Make sure Mike and I are there. I'm more than likely not angry, but you better ask first. You know. <laughs> but so uh, Brad and I will probably be hanging out the whole time. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, just looking pissed off in the corner. <laughs> You can ask Jordan, the SEO uh, spring training. I was like sitting by myself eating popcorn and watching the baseball. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's me. Or outside. Yeah, or outside. That's why I always say when people ask to share a room, I can't share a room because I have to be able to go to my space. <laughs> well, and people end up in, sleeping in the bathtub when they share a room. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they do. Now, you guys did a, uh, when, you, when you launched the promotion, you did a, uh, an advanced keyword webinar. We, we did, did last yes. last Thursday. What and, you, uh, that go ahead. Oh, what do you did you guys go over one and then two 
we're going to everyone see the recording of that because personally i think if you miss out the recording yeah, i'll grab the link go ahead jordan you want to talk about what you went over yeah i went over so everyone if you guys don't know me by now i'm big into gnb so i i went over um some some cool tricks of really building a, a good landing page for your gnb What's funny, um, just, Jordan, is today I got three, three questions randomly over Skype asking, hey, how do I do this micro stuff? And I said, <laughs> watch the webinar. Watch it, the it, webinar. Over, but uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was really good stuff on the micro and the GMB stuff. So, Also just using um, Screaming Frog. I mean, I'm, I'm a big visual person. Um, I don't have it, of course, in, in this house yet but um i usually carry a whiteboard with me I, i'll draw all of my sites out um just i like to see the visual um that's why i like using screaming frog too is just um you know because it's just nice to be able to see you know how you theme your sites together and, and really because the last thing you want is a site that looks really unorganized um i showed a couple examples of two of one site that actually targets two different niches so the last thing you want is something crossing over to the other niche that doesn't really match. So for me, it's just Screaming Frog, it's nice to see the visual tree so you can kind of see exactly what you're doing and how you're building your sites. Makes sense. And then Mike and Brad, they, they, uh, they do more national campaigns than I do, and they, they killed it with, you know, really being able to... We know, shared more than we expected, out. to be honest, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys shared more than I expected. I was, you know, I, yeah, we, well, yeah. Then I was like, well, don't forget about the the search query. And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, fucking shit. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I completely, I, 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 that's, I thank you, Brad, because I think it was uh, worthwhile for people to see it. It'll help yeah. them out, I think. Yeah. Because I totally spaced that. Didn't even think of it. Yeah, it was great content. It was a little long, but I think you guys went like two hours. Yeah, yeah, it went it went a little. Well, there there were quite a few questions too. So yeah, we, were, we always like. So I mean, we could cut it off, but I always want to make sure everything gets answered. Um, if people took time out of the night, day, whatever, to come to the webinar, that they all get sure. their questions answered. So that's why ours typically go a little bit longer. So, especially yeah, okay. with a webinar that size. Yeah, when you know you're going to get solid results, or you think you're going to get solid information, and then it's delivered on like Jordan stuff in the first hour and then Mike hit that second hour you actually delivered on solid results and then answering the questions on top of that the two hours is you know that shit flies by pretty quick you know so it does it's hard to keep it in I just I hate when it's supposed to be information and all of a sudden it's a sales pitch you know like and it, that's why it has to be solid information you know yeah it's 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 people's time's worth money or, or you show up to something and they don't actually, the, the thing that you're waiting to see doesn't show up to like an hour and a half down. Um, that gets super annoying. I mean, anytime well, we, we do ours, we Jordan first because everyone wants to see him. So, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> he's blushing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I um, showed the desktop this time. And here's the website. It's nfgrockstars.com. Do they need this Go 303 blah 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 stuff? I got in the no, no, it's just it's a click funnel thing. That's okay, so yeah, I did that so we could have the uh, members area. So that's what we went with click funnels, and it's easy to build a out of page. Yeah, that's one thing that we do is that the events are not just event and over. We keep the community live forever. So every anyone that attends an event, like any NFG event or whatever. Um, is always going to have a room that they can ask questions in. And, and you know, I, I appreciate Ted because Ted is from last year's event. Ted's still in there. Asking, he still chimes in. Still chimes know, in. Answering questions for people and people can get access to Ted when they have a question about Cora or something else. And even if someone's saying something, there might be something a little off or something that people don't quite understand. He'll explain it in full detail. So it's about that community and making sure that the support's there afterwards. It's not just, hey, come, listen. We'll help you a little bit on your business. It's about just further continued help and making sure that the community does well and is successful. But I'll, I'll tell you, we tend to be most active in these uh, groups that have the most activity. Exactly. The most activity is almost always the most recent one. That's, that's 100% true. 100 percent true because that's where everyone starts to ask the questions so um it's uh 
it's important to uh, be a part of that that group that is created for that event so yeah and typically uh, in those groups yeah you get access to all of the speakers all of the experts all of the attendees i uh, i like to call it technical support for marketing it's, that's basically <laughs> exactly what it is if you that's go it. in if you go in and have a crazy question like hey how can i reconfigure my email server for better deliverability more than likely someone's going to chime in with some suggestions yeah, we've all you know at least one of us has done it in the past it's kind of funny because i i don't think i unless it's just someone being you know it's after nine o'clock and they've had too much to drink um most questions get answered <laughs> yeah. Well, what I like about that format is that, you know, I do shorthand notes. So I'm at a live conference. I'm doing shorthand notes because I want to pay attention to what's actually being said. And if having a group like that allows me to go back and say, hey, Mike, what the hell did you mean by this and this? Exactly. You do this? No, asshole, you're supposed to do this. You know? yeah. <laughs> That's how he talks to me. <laughs> it's always been that way, Brad. Mm -hmm. That's how I like it. Cool. Uh, my last question, and I've been dying to ask you guys this forever. Why the hell Disneyland and not Disney World? I, um, tried to, I, I would prefer to go to Orlando, to be honest. Because but, Brad needs to actually have to travel this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so they want to make me go cross-country. Plus, that's on the road from him. <laughs> yeah, that's where Dory wanted it, so that's where we'll have it. So. I think Dory had it there one year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah so it was the uh, year before last, I think. Yeah. yeah, so she liked it. It worked out. So she wanted to call the hotel and I didn't have to. So I agreed to. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Do we did have one at Disney or at, at Orlando one year, but we were kind of piggybacking off another event. So I, I think a lot of people want to see the new Star Wars uh, land. I really want to see it. <laughs> that's why. That's why Mike's going early. Exactly. I'm going. To, I'm. I'm going to the VIP uh, Disneyland uh, tour. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be pretty sweet. Yeah, I remember think. So. To, remember to check your bag with a lightsaber in it, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. I uh, have a problem with security at the airport sometimes. Yeah. Well, there's reasons. I'm going a day two. I've been a while, but you know, last time I went to Disneyland, I had the kids and. What they were both like, yeah, whatever. And so that was like, oh, you yeah. crashed me to dad. But <laughs> now I'm going without. So it'll be worth it, I think. Yeah. Okay. So with that, I like thank you guys for showing up. Again, the site is nfgrockstars.com and then go blah, blah, blah. I have the link in the YouTube's uh, description. And I put the link to the webinar replay. Uh, I also put that the link to the webinar in the comments. So uh, again, if you want to go to Rockstars, I suggest you do it. Not because I'm speaking, but because the, the information out of there is great. I think the last two or three times I've been there, uh, I've turned that uh, $2,000 investment in about fifty dollars to $100,000 each time. So it's all about setting up revenue streams. This is digital monopoly, you know. Exactly. Digital cash flow. Go ready to work, you know. Come with a, that, that working uh, attitude and uh, take advantage of every freaking little bit of information you get. Awesome. awesome. And then, uh, again, if you don't want to go to Rockstars or you just can't right now or you can't commit to it, at the minimum, check out that uh, the webinar that they did is well worth your time. I actually downloaded it. I saved it on my hard drive. So He's selling it for nineteen <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. WSO yeah. of the day. Go for it. <laughs> Get in where you fit in, like Mike said, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. And this is yeah. the SEO This Week, episode 129. Later. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Take care.